0: Good Talk, the home of where the talking is good. It's your boy, Cody, and the other guy, Robert, here with the tiny table in the big room once again for a good Good. conversation. Good talk, it's going to be a good
1: talk. I feel like that's my part to this introduction. I always sing that song. It's going to be a
0: good talk. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I'm going to get a shirt. I will get a shirt. Now that we're using Bonfire, I can have Chad make the one that's going to say the other guy. The other guy. Yeah, (laughs) and he's going to have like two thumbs up, like pointing at this guy. Am I just going to have a shirt that just says Cody, or am I just (laughs) like? <laughs> like, do they need that? Yes. Do people need the... They need it, <laughs> the Cody. Clarification? The people need the clarification. I am Cody.
0: You can be uh, you like Jesus Cody. in
1: the garden when they come and they're like, we're searching for the Messiah. And you be like, I am he. I am. <laughs> and then everyone just... <laughs> boom! Falls out at the presence of Cody. Uh, you know what's crazy?
0: <clears throat> Florida. Florida. <laughs>
1: Good. Florida's uh, crazy. I mean,
0: yeah, I've believed that, and Rachel's believed that for a long time. <laughs> Anytime something crazy's in the news, it's usually Florida man. You know, like something went crazy in Florida. Something went wild in Florida. You know, in Florida, so Florida,
1: what's going on?
0: <laughs> well, apparently, there's parts in Florida where they have been overrun by like giant snakes because Ooh. people have you know bred these snakes and mm. got these snakes it's as evil. pets and it's then they evil. realize like oh these are getting way too big so they just let them go no way yeah so now like these Wow. Exotic boas or whatever they Just are, are now somewhat native geez, to Florida.
1: Florida, what is going on? Yeah, so wow. the land of the crazy snakes and the Florida man. I've got a, I've got a friend that lives there. I'm going to text him after the podcast and be like, <laughs> what's going on, dude? What's your guy's problem down there? You know snakes. what I mean?
0: Snakes are their I feel problem. I like
1: all the national news and stuff that's always directing all the hate at Alabama, you're
0: missing it by once. St- move over
1: a state. <laughs> I don't really
0: understand the hate on Alabama because I, I feel like... Uh, I mean, maybe it's because we live here, but, and maybe it could be news. I don't know. It could be fake news. Maybe that could be. <laughs> oh gosh, here we go. I, I don't know. Oh. Yeah. But it's like the whole thing, like we're always getting like top in education, but then people like will put out this listing, like they're the lowest in education. I, I don't think,
1: understand. Well, I think there's a separation from where we live to the rest of the state. Uh, I think the rest, I think Madison maybe even broader out to Huntsville. Like North Alabama a really area. Has good education. Mm. And then I think once you get beyond that, I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. I think it,
0: off pretty quickly. So essentially, we're we're really holding it down yeah, for Alabama yeah, that's right why, now. <laughs> that's
1: why Rachel and I call it the Madison bubble. We are in a bubble. You know what I mean? I think we, you know, not throwing shade at other places in Alabama, but we for years have had really top-notch education. Mm-hmm. We've had really, even back, Several presidents ago, when there was a recession, they said that Alabama or North Alabama area. didn't was unaffected yeah. by it. So we live in an awesome
0: place, man. And uh, there's a lot of people in this area that don't really have the southern draw. That a lot of you know, we're yeah, kind of a like of, a weird a of melting, melting of pot. We're imported. We're <laughs> imported. We're an imported people. <laughs> we are. The we Madisonians are, a, are their own kind of breed, <laughs> right?
1: We are definitely a melting pot. There's yeah. so many different. You know, I, even myself, my wife and I are we're two imports. You know, she's from Indiana, I'm from Colorado, so you know, but every once in a while, that southern twang. I said something the other day. And I was that like, "Y'all come out." <laughs> I am southern. Yeah, so uh, it, 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 it's it's like a leech. It gets a hold of you, and you just <laughs> can't escape it. You know what I
0: mean? I am now southern. <laughs> oh my gosh! So we bring out Florida today? We? Be- well, oh, okay. I brought out Florida yeah, today because really did. I no. know something went down in Florida, right? Yes, but let
1: me say this. Okay. E, in spite of all of its craziness, Florida is one of my favorite it places
0: is. to go. It is. I love Florida. I mean, I love you know going to the beach. Uh, mm. I like going to Universal Studios. Disney. Oh, yeah. You've been to Universal? I have. I, it's been a long time. I, I haven't been go. since I was like 12 or 13, but I yeah. liked it a lot. Mm. I liked Islands of Adventure better than Universal, and they're kind of like – somewhat like a partner oh, yeah. <clears throat> park but we want to go to Legoland. oh yeah i haven't been in florida so cool. yeah. you know
1: but we love going to destin destin's like one of my favorite places yep. and i'm not a beach guy so mm-hmm. not being a beach guy but yet one of my favorite places you're doing something right yeah. you know what beach i mean boy yeah Be- beach boy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
0: all right so florida go florida, florida. Mm. so speaking of universal and and disney mm. so i didn't realize this i didn't know that disney had like their straight up own government essentially like they had like, they their, their own, own providence yeah like and Like they were it's like Florida could have jurisdiction, but at the same time Disney was like, We're gonna pay for all the roads, we're gonna pay for all the utilities, and so therefore they could kind of just do whatever they wanted. So essentially they did it so they don't have the red tape of government. They can
1: just build whatever they want, whenever Mm -hmm. they want, however they want, which is crazy wild, you know. But I've been told I've I've never been there, but I've been told it's like one of the only places in Florida where there's like no potholes in the roads. There's no yeah, I mean I guess it directly affects their business. Right. And everybody comes there and they want excellence. Right. So it just shows you like you're you're you're, going to get into this weird place with me on this topic. If we can just get government out of the way, you know (laughs) what I mean? And let people do their thing. uh, You know what I mean? It's I know there's a lot of hate in our society for big corporations, Mm -hmm. but I mean, big corporations you say what you want, whether you don't like it because they're not humanitarian or whatever, they will do what they have to do to make money. And that means keeping up their roads and building buildings up to code and making it excellent. That's what they're going to do because yeah. they don't want their bottom line being effective. And Disney World's a great example of that. They run very efficiently mm-hmm. and they run very efficiently because they have government exemption.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I guess... Uh, the controversy, if you will, okay. I, I think is, uh, they just lost that privilege. Is that correct? Or yeah. is, it, or is I mean, it still up for debate or did they just lose it? I think they passed the motion. Okay. To take so that it's away about to go them. away. Yeah. Dang. <clears throat> well, I mean, I,
1: I I'm torn. I yeah. like, I hate government overreach, but at the same time, I don't want major corporations being involved in political decisions. I, that's like what I, I
0: don't understand. I don't, I, I didn't make the connection to what cause this, and maybe you know more about that than I do. I, I do. don't. I don't know how <laughs> do. that that happened. Like okay. why? So, like I understand the the. I don't even. I don't think it's actually even called the "Don't Say Gay" bill. I think it's, it's not. It's, it, that but was that, a media projection. Right. So it is uh, for, I guess, lack of better. I don't know how to say it. Like that's the mainstream word for it. But, it is. But that's not the official title. Right, and it's not even.
1: It's not even, it's not even accurate because it's not, that that's, that's verbiage not, yeah. is not even in the bill. Right. So that's not what it's actually about. So, if you want to know what's going on <clears throat> in Florida, Ron DeSantis, who's the governor of Florida, he. Is it they, Ron
0: DeSantis? Anyway.
1: Yeah. I think so. Ronnie Boy. <laughs> it's a come very on down. Florida name. <laughs> Clear yeah. If you up for come us. on to the podcast and talk <laughs> about how your parents named you Ron. That'd be great. Uh, um, but uh, basically, and, you know, we can get into stuff here that might be uh, trigger topics or whatever. Sure. But basically, kindergarten through third grade mm-hmm. they said you're not to talk allowed to talk to kids about sexuality mm-hmm. you're not allowed to talk to them about uh transgenderism
0: right. and transitioning it right. from male it's not to supposed female. to be a part of your curriculum it's not supposed it's to be not. part of the classes and
1: and, and and a lot of this stemmed from there was a young kid <clears throat> and you know this is not putting teachers on blast i'm just giving you this situation sure. the story as i've heard it there was a young kid their counselors and their teachers convinced them you know they weren't Happy with their life and they convinced them. well, maybe you need to change sex, you know, from female to male. And they did this all without parent consent. Mm-hmm. And then when the parents found out about it from the daughter, the teacher said, you're not allowed to have any influence in this. Mm-hmm. This is our decision with your child. And it ended up pitting the child against the parents. Mm. And that's basically the genesis of this bill. Gotcha. They're saying, we want parents to parent the child, Mm -hmm. and we want education to educate the child. Right. Right? You're supposed to, you educate the child, you don't grow the child. Yeah.
0: I feel like a, a, a kindergartner and a first grade. It's honestly, young. anything like, it's young. honestly, like nine, 10 even, like, you don't need to be worried about biology, you don't yeah. need to be worried about anatomy, you don't need to be worried, you need to be worried about, like, <laughs> two plus two equals four. <laughs> what I happens to, if I stick my finger up my nose I and try to, to touch my brain? I, you need know to to read, <laughs> yeah. I need to learn how to read, I need to learn how to color correctly you know like that's that's stuff that that we don't need to talk about right Right. now we don't need to worry about that right now
1: yeah and i think some of the books had like uh very controversial photos in it and Mm -hmm. like these kids are young like i didn't go through uh uh sex ed until middle school yeah i remember it in eighth grade because we were all very immature and cracking up at the videos Mm -hmm. (laughs) and cracking up at the drawings in eighth grade and to think as a dad my child in third grade
0: Looking at that same yeah. content, it seems a little early, yeah to me. I think we we tapped into it a little bit in sixth grade, mm-hmm. but then we went more in depth in seventh grade, right, because I know that sixth grade is when traditionally. Puberty is starting to happen, so yeah. I think they did bring in like a health teacher for a certain portion of a science class to start to talk about the conversation, yeah. but we had more in depth in seventh.
1: And the truth of the matter is, and if young people are watching this, don't get mad at me. This is just the truth, and I can speak of this because I once was a young person. What? Uh, when I was, right? <laughs> when I was in elementary school, when I was in middle school, when I was in high school, I was very confused sure. about a lot of things because I'm still new at life. You're and, learning how and, to do everything. And learning how to do everything. And so that's why at that age we're very moldable mm-hmm. you know what i mean and 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 i think they're wanting to ensure that parents have the necessary powers to raise a child mm-hmm. in the way that they want them raised without education interfering. I think parents are more interested in the things you said, teach them arithmetic, teach them history, teach them science, teach them this stuff, but let the parenting stay with the parenting. So that's the genesis of the Mm -hmm. bill. And Cody and I are not really mentioning which way we fall on that. We're just giving you the details of what's going on there in Florida. So Disney came out and said, we're going to oppose this bill And then we're going to expand even from Florida. And we're going to also use our finances and our clout to oppose a bill that's happening in Texas. And so they became a political actor as a business. And this is where I kind of, uh, I believe in freedom. You know what I mean? And I don't want government hijacking corporations. But at the same time, I don't want corporations hijacking government. Right. There needs to be a balance. (laughs) Yeah. And so uh, I get... Working together. Working together. And so you know we don't want government hijacking large corporations because corporations should not be making policy that's not that's why we have elected officials Mm -hmm. in my opinion and so whenever businesses start getting involved politically it's just wroth with problems because they weren't elected by the people for the people they're a corporation Mm -hmm. right and so it's kind of some blurred lines for me and i just kind of want everyone to kind of you know if you're a business be a business (laughs) and if you're a politician be a politician you know it's kind of like us as pastors. People want us to be political, but thats I'm not a politician. Yeah, yeah. I, I stick with the Word of God. Sure. You know what I mean? And and that might offend some, and it, it might not offend some, but I have a job. Yeah. It's to preach the Word of God, right. not Robert's opinion. It's not to get politically involved. Mm-hmm. If I do that stuff, it's outside of the church. Yeah. It's outside of the pulpit. That stuff doesn't need to be coming from you and I to the youth group or from us to big church. The, the pulpit is sacred for the Word of God, mm-hmm. right? And it deals with some of these political Absolutely. issues, yeah. right? Um, Like marriage and like sexuality because that stuff was in the Bible Mm -hmm. a whole long time before it was in the political arena. right? And so it deals with stuff like that. And so we don't shy away from that kind of stuff. But I think it's just dangerous. And so um, what Florida is doing by removing that is they're telling companies all across the United States, okay, if you want to get politically active, here's the cost. Mm -hmm. Are you willing to do that? Right. You know, and it's kind of like uh, here we go. It's kind of <laughs> like with Trump as president. A lot of people think he was the genesis for a lot of the problems we have, but he's not. He was just kind of like, he exasperated it. You sure. know what I mean? Those issues were there long before. This political corporation issue was here long before Disney and Ron DeSantis. Mm-hmm. This stuff's been going on for a long time. Yeah. So I, I want people to understand, this is not the genesis of this. Right. This is something that's been going on between... Politicians and companies for
0: a very long time. It's just kind of coming to a head. Mm-hmm. So we as believers, I feel like, what do we do in this kind of situation? What are we supposed to do in this situation? Like, what does this really? Does this matter to us? Do we? Are we? Should we be moved by this? What What do we do? Well, we're we're
1: not moved by it. We, but we do take it to the Lord in prayer. Sure. And I think every parent has, you know, and we can. There, this is where you get into like difference of opinion. Mm-hmm. But, but I think my most important job as a parent is a parent. Yeah, you know what I, mean? I think- Well, I
0: mean, even Jesus says like we should be like the little children. I, clearly, he he cared about the little children because he knows how impressionable and how quick they are to believe something. Mm. And especially if we can catch them and show them the truths yep. of Christ and what the, you know what lies within the Word and lies within Jesus, yeah. I think that that's going to set them up for success yeah. because that is the truth. Right, and that way they can navigate these things in these types of situations as well children have to be protected Mm
1: -hmm. and that is the job of the parents yeah it's bottom line Mm -hmm. and people can argue with me about i i don't believe it's the job of government i don't believe it's the job of a corporation i believe it's the job of mom and dad Mm -hmm. to protect their child yeah and uh and so i think parents that's what this whole thing is about Mm -hmm. is like that family they felt the control of their daughter was ripped from them, mm. and they had no say. And these stories are all over the place. Sure, yeah. You know, this is I, not an isolated incident. It's not an isolated incident. I read a story about Oregon where uh, a, a, a a teen wants to transition, mm-hmm. and the court said, Dad, you, have, you can't do anything about this. Mm. And it's like you're stripping the very right mm-hmm. of the parent yeah. to raise their child. See, whether you agree with me raising my children as Christians or not, that is my decision. Right. And that's not anyone else's decision to make. Right. And, and so, and I, I
0: think that, like, even with that, it's like, I'm going to do my very best to raise Roman and Evie in the ways of Jesus Christ. And, yeah as long as they're in my house and under my direct supervision, that's going to be my goal and that's going to be my aim. And even when they're out of the house, obviously I'm going to do my very best to keep leading them in that way. But yeah, as long as they're under my care, yeah. that's my desire and that's my my, my my motivation. But at the end of the day, it is— And your is, responsibility. Yeah, and my responsibility. At the end of the day, it is their life and their decision, but not right now. Right. <laughs> not right. My job right now is to, like you said, protect them and lead them in this truth, lead them in this life, because this is what is, I believe, going yeah. to set them up for the best life.
1: Absolutely. You want to give them the best foundation to build the rest of their life on. hmm right? And that's up to mom and dad to determine. Mm -hmm. And so it gets a little risky. You know what I mean? It's like, I can use my wife and I as an example. It's no mystery to everybody. We are our kids. We we pulled them out of the public education system and we're homeschooling Mm -hmm. now, not because we have disdain for the public education system. We just, the Lord told us to do it and it was the right thing for our family, but it's not the right thing for every family. Everyone has to pray and seek the Lord and do what God tells them to do. The Lord told us to do this. Well, here in Alabama, they're trying to pass uh, some legislation that gives basically kickbacks to homeschoolers where you get a $3,000 check a year, whatever it is, from the government. And so I'm encouraging, as many homeschool parents, don't say no to this bill. And the reason why I'm saying say no to this bill is because as soon as... You take money from them, they will now control what you teach
0: right it's It sounds enticing and it, it sounds nice, but right. there's there's probably some
1: strings attached it's a, it's <laughs> a way for them to get their foot in the door to control your curriculum and one of the beautiful yeah. things about homeschooling is it gives the parents the control over the yeah. curriculum right? and I'm not
0: saying it's directly a a cause of the devil per se no. but at the same time, that is what the enemy tries to do. He and tries he, to bring out things that are enticing to get you to bite. He's been doing that from the beginning yeah. in the book of Genesis, right? And some people may
1: say, well, you're just being extreme. You're being, you know, you're overreacting to yeah, this. Yeah. And, and and I may be. They may not have alternative motives. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm not a person who entirely trusts, <laughs> you know, people <laughs> Mr. like Mr. Skeptic that. over here. I'm, I am Mr. Skeptic. <laughs> I'm, I am Mr. Conspiratorial. And so, and that's that's another reason why, you know, like, I just, I just want people to be able to live
0: their life. Yeah, you know? and I, and I think that uh, that, that that's what <laughs> I, I think that that's what what I think Jesus and God wanted too is that He wanted to be the one to help you in this life. He didn't want anyone else to lead you in this life. He he didn't want any person, any other entity, any other idol, any other god to make your hmm, decisions for you. Yeah, He wanted to be the one to coach you and guide you and lead you and love on you and then hopefully you make the best decision for yourself. And so many things are wrapped up in that. That's why Jesus died mm-hmm. to set
1: us free from sin, so we could live our life. Mm-hmm. So we wouldn't be to con- truly live our life. So we wouldn't it. be controlled by this sin nature, this 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 blemish mm-hmm. on who we are but let me set you free from that. Yeah. So that way you can live life to the fullest, as he said in John 10.10. 10. I've mm-hmm. come to give you life and to give it to you to the fullest or in abundance, right? Yeah. And so he set us free so we can live our lives. And he doesn't want sin or any other entity to have control over us. He mm-hmm. wants us to be, like you said, led and directed by him. And it's very problematic. You go all the way back into the Old Testament when God was their king. Mm-hmm. And then they said, well, we want to be like the nation's roundabout. So, you know, we want a king. We want a king. <laughs> we want a person. Yeah. And God warned them of all the things that would happen. If you have a king, he's going to take your children and he's going to list them into his military and he's going to do this and he's going to tax your fields and he's going to tax your cattle and he's going to do all this stuff and they were like yeah but we want to be like everyone else so mm-hmm. then he gave him a king and guess what happened he took their children and put them in his army he taxed their their you know what i mean yeah and so it's like so i've had government trust issues all the way since the book of samuel <laughs> 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 you know?
0: the bible is why i have trust issues with that
1: <laughs> and so um god wants to be god mm-hmm. and he doesn't want these other idols he doesn't want government to be our god Mm -hmm. he doesn't want celebrities to be our god he doesn't want sports to be our god in my life he doesn't want video games to be our god he doesn't want my family to be my god he he's okay with all of those things especially family he loves family he's the creator of family but he wants to be god Mm -hmm. and so i think lots of times and and, in the point of a god is they're in control of your life right you know and uh i think we have some demigods All around us that are trying to control life, whether it's a corporation or whether it's a politician. And I'm just like, I want to follow God and I want to make my decisions for myself Mm -hmm. based off of what I learned from the word of God. And that's the life that I want to live. And I take issue with anything that tries to interfere with that. Mm. And rightfully so. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Others might not think. Well, but I mean, but that's I mean?
0: that's the place that we need to <clears> be <throat> is that if anything tries to come between us in our relationship with God, that we've got to say, whoa, that's not okay. Yeah. And we have to stand up. Yeah. And we see this all through the Bible.
1: Whenever they tried to, you know, even with the disciples, when they were like, don't preach anymore in that name, lest you're going to be thrown in prison and Mm. we're going to kill you. And they were like, we have to obey God rather than men. Mm -hmm. And that's not me telling you to go against men and be rebellious. I'm just saying we have to. Choose God mm-hmm. above everything else, right? And that can be a difficult decision. We choose God above friends. Mm-hmm. We choose God above career. We choose God above money. We choose God above political interest. Yeah. We choose God above corporations. You know what I mean? And 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 that's not always easy to do. We choose God above sin. Mm-hmm. We, we have to choose God above all these things and it's not always easy to do, but that is the best way to live our lives because yeah. like we've said so many times in youth, God is the only one mm-hmm. that will always have your best interest at heart. Right. He's the only one that is always looking out for you. He is the only one that will always protect you, will always keep you, will always bless you, will always give you peace. Right. He's the only one that can do that. And so we have to protect and yeah. preserve that relationship above all else.
0: Yeah. I feel like God is the only true freedom because mm. everything else has a hold on you. Yes. And strings attached. Like exactly. He said. exactly and, and every other vice, every other idol or every other temptation or, or sin, eventually it's going to get to a place where like you need it and you can't live without it. Yeah. And that way is not freedom. Yeah and God of course, you can't live without God either, but he he will show that like it never runs out. Yeah, like you know with with uh, drugs or alcohol or sex, like eventually mm. there's an end, yeah. and you have to try to chase after more. Right. Or there's there's something that that there's a cap on it. You can only get so far with it, and eventually you have to go further and further and mm. further. And usually it ends up hurting you yeah. or hurting others. Yeah. But with God, it's like an endless supply that, that he says that he's the fountain that never runs dry. Right. And so that's one thing that I think a lot of people are. <laughs> confused by when it comes to following after God because they feel like they're losing their life mm. or they're losing their their joy or their whatever it may be. They feel like it's a book of rules and regulations, but it's a, rule, a book of, of, of freedom. freedom. It's a book that mm-hmm. leads you to a free life. And I think that that's something for myself that I've always tried to recognizes that following after God leads me to true freedom. Yes. true happiness and yes. true peace. And that's something that I think we should all fight to have in our life. The main difference between God and all of those things that you
1: listed is the deeper you go in him, the better your life gets. Mm, that's true. Where the deeper
0: you go in all those other things. <laughs> I mean, if you it's... chase them to be you're true even with like a, a a a person like as a a a woman, you know, a yeah. relationship. Like if you try to make that your God, yep. eventually it will prove not to be God. Yeah.
1: Cause we say this about things like that. You know, my wife, she is a wonderful wife. Mm-hmm. She is a wonderful companion. She is a wonderful mate, but she's a terrible God. I mean, that's true. <laughs> I mean, that's honestly, that's her role yeah. in my life. So if I try to make that her role, it's like you can say the same thing about money. Money's great. Mm-hmm. I love having money. You know what I mean. I'm so grateful that God has blessed my life and prospered my life and brought me to where I am now from my childhood and and it's been a process of prosperity, right? Yeah. But just because money's good, it's a terrible god, right? You know what money I mean? on its own only goes so far. There's only, only so, so much far.
0: money in the world. Exactly.
1: And it can't do things for me mm-hmm. that God can. So yeah. for it to be my god and for me to love it instead of loving God, that's where you get into error because mm-hmm. then I'm putting my trust in something that's so inconsistent. I mean even look at the world right now. It goes up and down. Mm-hmm. God doesn't go up and down. Right. He is consistent. Mm-hmm. And that's why when we build our lives on him, mm-hmm. the sure foundation, see, when you build your life on money or relationships, and, and we're not saying any of that is bad. Right, exactly. We're saying when you build your life on that, it's a very unstable foundation. Yeah. Because like, look, if you build your life on a relationship, what happens? You can't control people. Right. Everyone has a will. So you believe for the best and you mm-hmm. hope you got the best, but what if that relationship Just for one day blows up. Yeah. But you built your life on Mm -hmm. that as a foundation. Right. Now the whole thing's coming crashing down. Right. The same with athletics. What if you build your life on athletics and then something catastrophic happens and you no longer have the athletic ability that you built your life upon? It's all going to come crumbling Mm -hmm. down. These things are so – if you build your life on government, I mean, even in the world we live in, we've seen government change. Yeah. Dramatically, since I started following it in 2002 to present day, government and the role of government has shifted dramatically. Look at just what's going on in Ukraine and Russia. Governments are very unstable.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. And so when you build your life on that... Your life's gonna be unstable. Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? I mean it's like the scripture says if you build your life on the sand or versus the rock, you know, the rock is constant. The rock is consistent, and that's mm-hmm. what Jesus is. He is the rock. It's immovable. It's yes. ever the same, always consistent, always stationary, <laughs> unmovable.
1: And that's why it says when you build on the rock, you'll be able to withstand the
0: storms of this life. And the same storm. It's the same storm. That's the same the same thing's gonna happen to both houses, both foundations, exactly but the right. same house, the same foundation of the rock withstands it. Right,
1: exactly. And so uh, it's just important, you know, we we look at these issues and the first thing we have to do is pray. Mm -hmm. And we say, okay, what is my role in this? You know, and, and prayer is a good role in it. And, uh, you know. For most of us, that's probably what our role is. <laughs> and for most of us, that's what our role is, especially for us, because we don't live in the state. Yeah. So what are we going to do? It doesn't you know affect I mean? us, uh, at least immediately. <laughs> yeah, all, all you can do sometimes is pray. And, and I say that all you can do, but prayer is
0: powerful. It is powerful.
1: And I, I don't know why we see that as a invalid option. It's right. a very powerful option. That's all through the Word of God and powerful. It's
0: invalid you. if you make it invalid. That's true. If you believe it's invalid, then it is invalid. If you belittle it, then it doesn't work the way it's supposed to. Right. But if you see it
1: as God sees it mm-hmm. as, as a powerful force because it's direct communication and giving him access to your life and to this world, then things change and mm-hmm. things happen. So that's always our first line of attack, right? right? Um, but then, you know, I think everybody just has to go back to what they're rooted in and what their foundation is. My foundation is in the word of God. Mm-hmm. So anything that tries to separate me from that, yeah. I'm going to vehemently oppose it. Yeah. Whether it's on social media, whether it's going by the city hall meetings, or whether it's going to town hall meetings or whatever, I'm going to oppose it. I, I won't oppose it from the pulpit unless it's something, you know, uh, that is in the word of God, sure. Then, I, I, then I will, you know, like. Raising our children, and that's something I will talk about from the pulpit, because mm-hmm. we have clear instructions from the Word of God about who's supposed to be raising yeah. our children, even in the Old Testament to the New Testament. It talks about hanging these truths around your child's neck, raise them in the things of God, so when they grow old, they will not depart from it. So we have all these instructions from the Word of God, so we need to talk about parents raising their children. From the pulpit, mm-hmm. right? So that's something important to talk about. But I think we just stick with the word, we stick with prayer, and then uh, we do what the word of God says: pray and
0: watch. <laughs> so I don't know how we got here today, but I feel I don't know like how we got here either. It's kind of how it goes. But I feel like one of the things that I feel kind of sticks out to me is that choose God above mm. all else. Only be directed by Him. Only be directed yeah. by His word. Don't be directed by. The words of man or the winds of the world be directed by his word and his word alone. Yeah. And
1: I would even say on top of that, don't be moved by everything you hear because not everything you hear is accurate, yeah. is truthful, is factual. There, There's one truth mm-hmm. that will always be true. And that's the word of God. Yeah. Again, that's why it's a rock we can build on (laughs) Right? because it's consistent. It's true. It is truth. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, building your life on truth, everything else, you know, do your research, take it
0: as a grain of salt and uh, stick with God. Yeah. Amen. We love you guys so much. We hope that you guys had a good time on The Good Talk and we'll see you for the next one. My
1: ears itching. Bye.